Hello, hello. Welcome to the Small Wins Podcast. I'm Dan. This is Ian. Today, we are going to outline three reasons why your customer journey should be earning you more business. So, Ian, we got three things we're going to hit today. Give me the quick overview of the three things that we're going to run down. The three whys, huh? The three, three whys, whys you should have your customer journey dialed in. Uh, you know, honestly, it's I feel like there's a hundred whys. <laughs> well, because of our research, we know that we need three whys. We need three whys. Three, okay, so the first one would be you should have a dialed-in customer journey because it's going to help you improve customer retention. It's going to yeah. differentiate you amongst your competitors in the marketplace. And sometimes that differentiation is decommoditizing yourself. And then the final one would be to increase your it increases customer lifetime value. So repeat customer ability, right? Those would be the the three things that I that, that I would pick as my why you should really get on top of your customer journey. Great. Well, that's, that's a short episode for the day. So thanks for <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack those. Let's go one at a time. We'll start with improving. Uh, I think the first thing you said was about improving your customer retention. Yes. Yes. And maybe we need to take a step back and I guess first talk about, you know, what is the customer journey in, in general mm -hmm. and how it gets to the spot where you're even considering customer retention. So every single business that sells anything or actually has customers, whether or not you want to admit it, you have a customer journey. The difference is though, that there are, there are entrepreneurs and business owners who are aware of what their customer journey is. And then there are folks that don't, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you don't have a customer journey. You still have a customer journey. If you don't know what it is, or you're thinking like, I don't really have a customer journey. Well then maybe you should turn this up extra loud because the fact that you don't even have a customer journey means that you can't really make improvements to create your customer's experience and take it to like the next level. So functionally speaking, everyone should be aware of the fact that they have a customer journey to begin with. And then secondly, I think it's important to simplistically split up your customer journey into a process. So you really have like three phases, three general phases in anyone's customer journey. You've got not a client yet. You've got currently a client and then you've got client for life hmm. and people who are your customers will undoubtedly fall into one of those three buckets. They either have no idea who you are and they're not a customer of yours yet, or they're currently in a transaction with you experiencing and going through the process of, of engaging with your business. And then the final phase of, you know, hopefully they turn into client for life. And so that, I think that's, that leads us into the first why, right? Which is improving customer retention. So if you have a great customer journey dialed in, you are aware of what the process is that all of your customers go through as they walk through the experience of engaging with you in your business, then from the very beginning, you can develop stronger relationships with them. And that a lot of times comes with the ability to provide a personalized experience. Those types of relationships lead to increased loyalty and that, of course, loyalty leads to retention. And so if you are looking for, if you've ever thought to yourself, man, I, want, I wish I had stronger relationships with my customers after they check out or actually after the money you know, has, has changed hands, or you want to develop a stronger relationship with the pre phase, right? Where they're not a customer yet, you're not trying to get them into that, that spot. Then having a dialed in customer journey and understanding exactly, exactly how you can personalize that experience is going to go a really long way. So what you should do to attack that why, that first step of improving your customer retention is to dutifully map out your customer journey and identify the different points along that process where you can add personalization and improve the customer experience along the way. And it could be anything from an additional email or a, or a more improved email that you're having to send to all of your customers. Maybe you have a specific 
thing that happens with every single one of your customers as they walk through your client journey. And so subsequently, I would argue that if you're always sending out that one email, then why not make, why not spend time making that email the best that it possibly can, the most creative, the most unique, the most on brand. And that'll go a long way to make the relationship deepen, which subsequently ladders up to increasing your customer retention. When you're developing loyalty, when you're deepening the relationship, when you're adding personalization, you experience less, you know, dropouts of your funnel, right? Less lower churn, if you will, if we make a, that's like a butter reference, uh, churning butter, right? You have a lower, you have lower dropout from your sales process, from your client journey, just from your entire business model itself, because excellent customer service reduces the chances that a customer feels like they need to go shop somewhere else or look at your competitors. Like you mentioned, we all have our customer journey that exists and a really yeah. simple way to increase those relationships. And this is a hard one for a lot of us to do is ask for feedback, have surveys in place within our customer journey to truly understand the impact we're having on our customers, which could be a really easy way to identify opportunities in that customer journey and how to strengthen that relationship. You said your second one, you're talking about removing yourself from being a commodity. Yeah. Getting out in the marketplace yeah. with your customer journey. Go into that one. You know, when you have the capacity to focus on your customer journey and understand that process, we talked about mapping it out a little bit earlier, it does lead you into these moments where you can provide top-notch customer service. And I, I don't know, it's almost like a tattoo level of belief on myself where customer experience is the thing that differentiates you in a market of commoditization. And the, the weird thing is, is that the world economy now, I don't really care what industry vertical you're in, everyone is becoming commoditized at some point. And so the only true way to fight that is customer experience, is having heightened sense of awareness around how your customers experience your brand from start to finish. And that's the only way that you can distinguish yourselves from large brands or from your competitors in whatever market that you're in. And sometimes it's just as simple as like being more attentive or being more responsive that's the thing that helps you heighten your customer experience. So you don't have to go really crazy about it, but I don't actually think that you can understand where to implement those types of unique value propositions. I like to call them moments of wow, if you will, inside of your customer journey without having mapped it out like first, right? And I've got, I have this quote that I keep in my like list of quotes that I try to refer to on a pretty regular basis. So the late Steve Jobs said, you've got to start with customer experience and then work backwards towards the technology, not the other way around. Now he said that once in a keynote when they were, you know, releasing some new products. And so he says, he's talking about technology, but he obviously, he, you know, Apple sells technology as a product. So he's talking about your product. So I guess you could say it in other words, is you've got to start with the customer experience and work backwards towards the product or the service or the technology, not the other way around. And so when you do that, when you're not thinking about the product, you're only thinking about the customer, you can't help but begin to imp implement things that personalize the experience, things that add unique value propositions through moments of wow that highlight how you are actually customer centric. And that in and itself differentiates you from your com competitors. So I don't really care how big your market is or your business is at. If you really want to differentiate yourself across the market, if you don't want people to treat you like you're a commodity anymore, then it starts with customer experience and the most logical way to make sure you're executing a high level of awesome customer experience is to map out your customer journey and understand 
all those places where you can take the customer experience to the next level. Because again, like we said at the beginning, Daniel, like everyone has a customer experience. The question is whether or not you have control over your and hand in hand with that customer experience that everyone has, but may not know how much or what control they have over it is your brand reputation that goes in hand with the way that you can differentiate yourself in the market. Because with enhanced customer service, with those added moments of wow, that changes the way that your target audience interacts with your brand and their word of mouth. Yeah, you know, I think your brand is the your customer's reaction to your services and your products. So Right. Your yeah, reputation I'll, grows I'll, I'll through that. Onto your reaction point, Dan. Yeah. I know that it's difficult sometimes to look at yourself in the mirror and authentically recognize the moments where you're not proactively trying to take control of your brand and realize that when you're not taking control of it, other people are Someone in else control will. of it. You don't yeah. get a moment in your business where your brand doesn't exist. And so because of that, people aren't seeing it. No, they're making up what is the brand of you if you're not the one proactively kind of pushing mm-hmm. it forward, right? And excellent customer service can lead to that, lead to the positive elements of what you just talked about. I think you said like, you know, word of mouth and uh, reputation, right? Right. But it's, it's difficult to realize sometimes the impact that not taking a proactive step at controlling those types of things, how big of a brand reputation you're creating for yourself anyways. Like it's happening mm-hmm. with, with or without you. I would encourage- Better, better to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Better to be a part of it, right? Yeah. And so, you know, one way to take advantage of that is through the customer journey to make sure you're asking for testimonials or at least you are doing something where you're capturing positive stories of people going through your customer journey so you can use it as validation and you share it in other parts of your customer journey, right? I mean, it could be simple as, yeah, maybe you do ask for a testimonial at the end, but- Maybe there's an earlier stage in your customer journey where at this point of the customer journey, you recognize that the client is doing something very specific. Maybe they're buying a specific type of product from you. Let's say you've got like eight or nine things or you've got a different handful of services and they're buying one specific one. And then all of a sudden you can share a story, a positive win for someone that's a similar type of customer to them. When they see that and they create that correlation, then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, I'm this is great. These guys have done this before. I'm not the first client to get to experience yeah. this. That leads me to the third why I said of like why you should expect your customer journey to increase. You know, your business certainly is its lifetime value of what your customer is. It is such a grind to only have a business that sells products to people like one time, right? Right. And I think it's really tough. There are a lot of business models out there and entrepreneurs that create organizations where like Maybe you do only get a chance to sell like one thing. And so you're one and done. But if that's the case, then what you've got to do is figure out how your customer journey can help other people come into your influence circle. And so that's really about understanding healthy and positive moments where you can honor your customer still, but still have a chance to upsell and create cross-selling opportunities. If you actually understand your customer journey with a level of clarity where you're authentically helping your client as they walk through the entire process, there will be logical moments where it makes sense to do an upsell or to do a cross-sell, and you're not going to come off as sleazy and more importantly, ruin the positivity of the experience in that customer's journey up to that point. And so when you have the option to do that, not only do you increase your lifetime customer value, I think it also helps you be in a spot where you can like analyze your business and understand tactically what are the components of your business that you should be putting, you know, cross-selling and upsell opportunities in. Like we all are trying to find unique ways to harvest our own database, our own list to generate more income and more revenue. And having 
moments inside of your customer journey where you can do upsell and cross-sell opportunities is like the fastest way to grow revenue, you know, cause that's already, you already have control of the list. You don't have to spend more money on marketing to execute that. Like these people are already pseudo bought in. And if you have your customer journey dialed in enough, you'll know exactly what to say at the right moment to have a really, really high conversion rate on that stuff. And I think part of that and then understanding exactly what to upsell and like what to cross sell, I would say does mean though, that you have an opportunity when your customer journey is dialed in to really create powerful brand evangelists for yourself from your customers as they go through that journey, because nothing feels more impactful than like an upsell or a cross sell opportunity that's presented to you when you realize that it's actually going to help you out correctly. You're going through a standard customer journey. And then all of a sudden, halfway through, you realize like, oh gosh, I could, I want to take advantage of this upsell because yeah, the value is totally there. So when you exude excellent customer service to the point where they're like, becoming brand advocates for you. Not only are they going to like share with referrals or whatever, but like the fastest way to do that is to continue to prove to them that you understand how to provide value to them. And so I love implementing those types of strategies in my, in my customer journey because it increases lifetime value. And I would over and over and over and over again, think about this like mantra that I had an old mentor tell me, you know, I was like six, seven years ago, it was, I was in a sales role and talking about how to think about marketing activities that could help generate revenue. And so I love this question. And if you guys don't already have mentors in your life that you ask questions to on some sort of like relative regular basis, and you're presented with rare opportunities to do so, here's a question that you should definitely ask. And it's always very, it's pretty simple. Hey, if you were going to start over again tomorrow, what's something that you would do different? Or you know, maybe presented like, what would be something you do in the first like 90 days, right? So this mentor of mine, he said, you know, Ian, I would have spent the first like 90 days doing everything I possibly have could to get to the point where I got my first hundred clients. And then after that, I would have done zero marketing. I would have just spent all of my time loving on those first hundred clients and I would have never run out of business. Mm. And I think that that's a testament of creating a customer journey. That's so wonderful that the customer experience fundamentally doesn't mean that you need to have a 10,000 customers in the first like calendar year, you just need to have the right customers. And then you need to consider them from a lifetime perspective to understand how you can increase not just like their lifetime like value, but how to turn them into brand evangelists and how to leverage that ecosystem so that as they begin to refer you or whatever, you're adding your upsells and your cross promotions or whatnot, that subsequently those people that come into your wheelhouse there, they go through their your customer journey again, and they can't help but be positively changed not just for your brand, but for themselves through that experience. I love the idea of building your tribe. Yeah. Our tribes are really what transform and grow our businesses. Totally. No matter how many different marketing strategies we might have, the tribe leads the way. You know? yeah. Ian, thank you. We talk customer journey a lot. Yeah. And when we started talking about it years ago, it was something that I felt was kind of unapproachable. I felt, well, I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't have a customer journey. But as you mentioned at the top, we all have a customer journey, whether or not we say we do. If we have customers... They have a journey as they interact with our products or services. So for our champs in the academy, we hope that this is a springboard for you to jump into the customer journey modules in the one and plus journey because we're excited to see you there. And there's a lot of meat in there. We're just talking We're just talking little bones. We're just talking fancy little earrings to put on the dolls. But uh, the meat and the bones are up in the academy. So what an um, analogy. That, thank you. <laughs> Came quick. Recovering from technical difficulties and still was able to make whatever that was. All right. Well, that's it for today. 
We will catch you all on the inside. And until next time. Are you in control of sales, business development, or growth for an organization or everything because you're in control of the entire company? What we know is there are no obstacles you'll face in your business and entrepreneurial journey that someone hasn't already solved. You can find those people and solutions at the Small Wins Academy. Let's face it, every successful organization started with just one person. So why not join our community of like-minded entrepreneurs who know that the cost of entry to the Small Wins Academy is more than worth the value that you'll receive. Seeing is believing. So go to smallwinsacademy.org now. Watch our video and let us show you how Small Wins Academy builds success.